Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The right, Bennett to tight end left. Second and goal to go from the two. Toss sweep right for James White. Cuts it up to the red arm. Cuts it upfield. Driving forward. It's diving to the goal line. It's the a touchdown and a title for the Patriots. It. I can't believe it. They have completed the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Welcome to the latest episode of the Pat's Blitz podcast presented by SB Nation. I'm your host, Stephen Thompson, joined by Chris Blackie. How's it going, man? It's uh, Super Bowl week, third year in a row for the Patriots. Can't get much better than that, can it? No, it can't. It's been a long couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, it sucks. I mean, last week was brutal. I mean, we did the podcast. Right. That was good. And then, you know, pretty much the rest of the week, it was just waiting. Like, oh, my God, you know, almost two weeks still. and. Glad the week's finally I, here. Well, yeah, I hate the two weeks. I, I'm sure the the coaches love it for game planning, but after a while, you would think the players start getting antsy and they just want to get out there. Yeah, but yeah, you know, let me ask you this: Do you think with some older players, you know, like Brady, Gronk, even Edelman, you think the two weeks is actually going to help them? Yes, I do. I mean, it's, it's two weeks of not getting yourself crushed on every single play. So health-wise, it's going to help you get a little bit better. No one's going to be 100% at this point in, in time. This is not possible. No. Not, not in no. that sport. So I guess in that aspect, take what you can. So I do think it will help them out. Yeah, I mean, you know, this that Kansas City game, that was a pretty intense game, a little bit physical. Mm-hmm. You know, traveling, the crowd, all that stuff. I mean, that probably took a ton out of them. Oh, I don't so, know. So. You know, just I'm kind of glad they have two weeks, especially with Gronk, because yeah, I've been saying this for a while. I think they've been kind of saving them for when it matters, and uh, doesn't matter any more than what this coming Sunday does. Right. Oh, yeah. You've definitely been saying that pretty much since week one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe not that long, but. Well, no, hypothetically, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time, anyways, you've been saying that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there could be very much something to that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a big dude. You know, we've has seen his injuries over his career. Right. Just the way he plays. He's a very physical player. He doesn't take any crap from people. You know, if they want to hit him, he usually tries to hit them first. Right. The the only thing that 
you know, with Gronkowski that I'm going to hate saying as good as he's been is what if not for the injuries? Right. I mean, the guy, you even, you still have the game plan around the guy. I mean, our eyes are from a fan's perspective, but like Tlaib said yesterday, the players who are on the field aren't saying that about Gronkowski. So, yeah, I mean, Tlaib's great. He's like, he, he's when, a funny dude. <laughs> yeah, when they asked him that, he's like, "Have you watched any film?" <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of a rhetorical it, question, it, you know. <laughs> it's funny because every time I see Tlaib, like a soundbite from him, like um. No, I'm reading it. I'm hearing it in his voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, he's got that. He's a player. He's someone to watch on the Rams, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and him and, like, Brady have, like, a pretty good relationship. Right. You, you see that part last night when they were, like, going back and forth and talking about stories when Tlaib first came over. Bill actually tried him out at receiver. That'd be a Belichick move, wouldn't it? Yeah, just to see what he could do. Yeah. That's pretty pretty much the part I like about like the media day that they have is you get tidbits of stuff that you don't normally hear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much but now, you know, we get that out of the way as far as the teams go. Tomorrow being Wednesday, it's time to get the business now. Yep. And like the Patriots said last week, the game plan pretty much is already set. It's just that they want to add anything and fine-tune it at this point. Right. Whether that's the same case for the Rams, I don't really know. I, I would imagine so. Uh, McVay uh, actually and- said... McVeigh said yesterday that the game plan was going to be put in, you know, finished today, Tuesday. See, to to me, if I'm a Rams fan, that's a little bit concerning to me. Oh yeah, that it's taking this long. But but is that absolutely the case, or is that just gamesmanship on his part? Yeah, I, mean, I guess you'll never know. But right. But if that is the case, uh, it's just going to put it now. We're getting kind of late into this now. You only have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday's going to be a really light work through, and then it's game day. Right. It's going to come fast for them. I mean, the Pats are lucky. They've been here a ton, so they pretty much know most of them, like how the week goes. Mm-hmm. And McVay, and, it's his first time. You know, most of the players on the Rams, it's their first time. Right. You can't, you know, experience matters, especially in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Especially early. I mean, I think what you, from a Patriots standpoint, if they're going to make a move on, on the Rams, it's going to have to come early. Kind of catch them off guard, yep. so to speak, because their use of this, this is just nothing. But with the Rams, like you said, this is pretty much a new thing for them. So how they respond right off the bat is going to be pretty telling. Oh, yeah. I mean, if the Pats can get up early, that's that's going to be massive, I think. Oh, I agree all the way. 
Now, if you if the Pats win the coin toss, are you taking the ball or are you deferring? Give me the ball. <laughs> it's it's got to be their mindset. It was the mindset against the Chargers. It's the mindset against the Chiefs. You get that ball. Try to get down there and get points. Impose your will on this team early. Yeah. Let them know that you're in for a dogfight. That's what that's what you have to do. You have to impose your will on on them. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, kind of be like, oh, they exactly. came to play. <laughs> exactly. But on the Rams side of things, how do you think they're going to approach? Their game plan going against the Patriots offensively, so to speak. Uh, I could see McVay kind of trying to get too cute, maybe overthinking it. I mean, because they're obviously a run first team. They have Gurley. Now they have CJ Anderson. I mean, I've watched a ton of games from them this year. They do everything off play action. So to me, they're going to come out and try to establish the run whether it be with Gurley, if he's healthy, or with C.J. Anderson. They're going to try to establish the run, I would think, but who knows? I mean, they might come out and try to chuck it all over the place, maybe overthink it too much. And that's to, you know, Bill's advantage if he comes out and tries to do something like that. You got to do what you do, almost. But, I mean, we've seen the Pats forever. They're a game-playing team, so... I mean, anyone who tells you, oh, they're going to come out, do this, this, and this. I mean, they're really just guessing. Oh, exactly. Anyone's guess. Yeah. It'll be be interesting to see what the Rams do. I would think they would try to come out and run it a little. I mean, both teams are built off the running game, which is kind of surprising. I can't remember, like, too many Super Bowls where both teams – are built run first. Right. So so you know what this means now, don't you? The running game is going to be abandoned early. It's just going to be a straight shootout between the two quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. How it always works. And right, do you think Brady can top his 505 yards from last year? No. You imagine mm. if he does? My goodness. <clears throat> I don't think that team is built like that old team. I mean, they could do it if they needed to. You might never see 500-plus yards in the Super Bowl ever again in your life. Yeah, that's true. That was amazing. (laughs) In a losing effort. Oh, my God, I'm so pissy about that still. I mean, and everyone, like, you hear people all the time say the Rams have a great defense. They gave up 51 to Kansas City at home. Well, 51. I mean, there's, there's a couple of ways to look at that, too. I mean, the Chiefs, Chiefs did have an explosive offense. Offensively, I mean, you'd have to say the Chiefs are going by the numbers. They were a better offensive team than the Patriots were. Patriots oh, are just efficient. Yeah. Right. Oh, no doubt, but 51, geez. Oh, it's a lot. I mean, if they do 51, the Pats can do 40. Do you think that's what this is, game's going to head towards? Something, like, ridiculously high? 
No, no, I think it'll be lower than that. But I'm just saying, like, if if it goes that direction, I think they could hang. Hmm, interesting. I'm also I haven't really given that any thought, to be honest with you. I mean, do they want it to be a shootout like that? No, I wouldn't think so. No, yeah, no, I know, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. If I was them, no, I mean I'm a I'm all set with heart attack games. The the thing is that you know it's kind of under the radar a little bit. Probably not because the Super Bowl gets dissected like it's yeah, you know going out of style. But Belichick and company have seen so much football over the years. How are you going to really surprise them? Right. Like, take Brady. As good as Wade Phillips is as a defensive coordinator, it ain't very often that you confuse Tom Brady. He's seen everything. Mm-hmm. So how, how are you going to game plan against him? Well, I mean, that game was in Denver, too, and we all know the Patriots' history in Denver. So, Right. I almost throw that one out a little. I mean, look at the team they had, too. They had Tlaib was there. They had Vaughn Miller. You know, Peyton Manning was a shell of himself, but they had C.J. Anderson, I think. Yeah, they had had Thomas. They had, uh, what the heck's his name? The other receiver. Sanders? Yeah, they had Sanders, Thomas. Welker, I think, too, right? That thing was ridiculously good. But I still say, I still say if that game was in Foxborough, the Patriots would have won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, easy. So. It's the way that has gone. But, yeah. It's pretty funny what Wade Phillips, they was asked a question about what his plan was for Brady and he's like, well, I'm going to get Tony Romo to get in my ear to tell me what the plays are. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Pretty funny. But to me, this game is simple, really. You got to win the trenches, yep. period, on both sides of the ball. Because if you let that defensive front from the Rams wreak havoc on you, especially up the middle where Brady's not very good, can it pressure up the middle? Mm. That's going to be a long day. Yeah. So Tooney, Andrews, and Shaq Mason have to have a hell of a game. Cannon, too. Cannon, the whole line. All Yeah, all of them. Really? Gronk, Dwayne Allen. Yep. I mean, because you're going to have to chip on Donald. Oh, period. Yeah. You know, different and people, Sousa, too. And Sousa is capable of ma- making his presence felt, too. He's still a big yeah. body. He's like 34, I think, though. Like, you can wear him down. Well, you can, but you got to be wary of him still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody. I mean, they're obviously – Rams are very good. They're in the freaking Super Bowl. They just right. went on the road, you know, to beat the Saints, regardless mm-hmm. if they got that no call or not. They were in the game. Oh, for sure. Oh, I for mean, sure. you can't take them lightly. The team's definitely not. 
No, I don't think I don't. That'd be a mistake. To me, though, like early, I want to see no huddle from the Pats. Yeah, you've been saying that for a, while, for a while. Yeah. There's no huddle think, deal. I don't think I've ever seen them do like no huddle early in a Super Bowl. I don't know why. I think it's because it's the game itself, honestly. God forbid if you go there and try to go, you know, hurry up quick and you go three and out right off, three and out immediately. Then you don't know what happens. They come down and get a touchdown on you, and all of a sudden you're playing uh, catch up, and that's not a winning formula. No, but I mean, who's better than the no huddle than Brady? Nobody. Oh, no, I mean, no, for sure. Set the tone. Set the tone against the Rams early, saying, hey, we're going to go down the field early, fast, and often on you guys. Buckle up. <laughs> you know, Boy, you, just, how, how many plays are you good for? Uh, five or six, probably. Five or six. I'm good for three. Yeah, yeah. Put my body on the line. I'm just small yeah. forward. Right. I mean, they, we know their history. They've always struggled in the first quarter of Super Bowls. I think last Super Bowl, they got three points. I think that was the. First time ever they scored in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. You got to change that. You gotta, that I don't know. I don't know if it's nerves, not like you said, not wanting to make a mistake or what. But I mean, you got to go in there where give it your best. I mean, do what you've done since the playoffs started. I mean, really, probably when the Jets game, even though some people don't want to give them credit for the Bills and Jets wins, but. Back then, I mean, they just started coming out fast on teams. They struggled for that a lot of the year. But, you know, last several weeks, regular season, and all the way through the playoffs, they've just come out with guns blazing. Just continue it. I don't care if it's the Rams, if it was the Saints, whoever. Just mm-hmm. keep keep doing it. It's working. Make them stop hey, you and adjust if you need to. Sure. They look like different than any of the Super Bowl teams I recall. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I've been talking for like three or four weeks, maybe not, at least three anyways, how there's a lot of parallels between this team and the Super Bowl 36 team. It's almost got the same feel to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, regardless of what some of the national talking heads are saying now, they've been underdogs for a while. I mean, there's been – I don't even count Kellerman because he's not a real journalist. He's just an ex-boxing idiot who spouts off about sports now. But, Hmm. I mean, there's been some national people that have, oh, you know, it's not the Pats year. Brady looks old. You know, Gronk's washed Hmm. up. And now, oh, no, we never said that. It's like, what? Are you drunk? Yeah, I don't get it. No, I don't either. Selective memory. Right? Yeah. I mean, the, the Pats are definitely hearing it. Oh, you know, yeah. They're, you know, they're bottling it up. There's a massive chip on each of their shoulders now. Can't get rid mm-hmm. of it. That chip it, is not it, going away. 
Isn't it mind-boggling that it's rinse and repeat with with everything, with mm-hmm. these talking heads, with players? Why would you give a team like the Patriots that are motivated already more motivation to beat you? Tom Brady <laughs> might be the most motivated athlete, not just quarterback, athlete of all time who's motivated to beat you. Yep. And you want to put gasoline on that fire? Good luck. Oh, yeah, the cornerback who's like, oh, yeah, Brady, he's not, I mean, what did he say? He doesn't look like he used to or something. He looks old. All the time's catching up with him. Yeah, it's like, really? Are you insane? Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I wonder what McVeigh said to him. <laughs> Probably like you. What's the matter with you? Mm. And I'm trying to keep it clean, but I'm sure there's a right. few more adjectives thrown into that. <laughs> I don't do that. No. Yeah, it was pretty good though. You know, Patrick Chung is like, we're gonna go on, we're gonna go down there and kick their butt. I thought that was pretty good. I'm like, whoa. They're ready. Had, you know, they've had enough. <laughs> yep, exactly like you said. They're they're tired of the bullcrap talk. They hear it. They're out to prove prove people wrong. Yep. And this team really resonates with the area. Oh, no doubt about it. Is is this Super Bowl team? Do you think one of the most loved overall from the from them at this point? I mean, also they oh, have to win yeah. it. Yeah. If they do happen to win. Where would you put this team out of all the Super Bowl teams? In the, it's a very hard question. Yeah. But where would you rank them as far as love from the fans? Uh, probably like second. Second? Yeah. Maybe even tied for first. Just, you see the rally on Sunday? My goodness. Yeah. 35,000 people. That's crazy. I mean, who knows? They might be the most loved. Hard to say. But they're way up there in that list for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like 36, Super Bowl 36. Going into that game, there was even a lot of experts. Oh, they have no shot. Right. You know, and then they went. All right. Did the unthinkable. All right, stop it. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so as we were touching on about, you know, which Patriots team is the most beloved by the fans, it might be this one. It might be the 30, Super Bowl 36 team. To me, it's tough to say. It's like Super Bowl 36. I mean, not a ton of people are giving them a chance to win that game against the greatest show on turf. But, I mean, at least locally, like, our fans, except for the idiots, Felger and Maz, most of the locals are that I've seen are picking the Pats to win against the Rams. So, I guess it's kind of a tale of two games, really. Like, first times, the Rams were supposed to blow them out of the building, and this one, the, the Pats are favored by three the last time I saw. But what do you Did think? Go up to three? Yeah, I think it's a three. 
Well, first they have to actually win it, I think. Yeah. If they do happen to win it, they're right there for me with that 3016. Yeah. Just because, I mean, all the stuff that this team has put up with all season, the ups and downs, and they could quite possibly triumph in the end. It's mm. a hell of a story. To me, it starts with the last Super Bowl loss. Right. I mean, you know, regardless of the Butler situation, that was a tough Super Bowl to lose. I mean, that was a shootout like you dream about if you're a TV ratings expert. Oh, yeah. You know, up and down. No one could stop anyone really to the end. And to lose in such fashion like that, and then you had Gronk with his WWE monster truck type stuff, you know, deciding if he was coming back, Mm -hmm. retiring, you know, media blowing the Brady skipping OTAs all out of proportion. You know, then towards the beginning of the season, you'll lose your one of your first round picks for a year with an Achilles injury. Sonny Michelle was dinged up all preseason. You know, took him a while to get into the swing of things. You know, bad losses during the year. I mean, I don't count the Jaguars one as a bad loss. It's just you kind of almost expected that one. That was basically Jacksonville Super Bowl, and it showed the rest of the year. You know, the Tennessee one, that was a bad loss to me. Detroit was an atrocious loss. No. Yeah, you know, just a rough one. Pittsburgh, they shouldn't have lost. You know, Miami, they shouldn't have lost. But the resiliency this team has shown is just unbelievable. Right. Probably the most resilient team I've ever seen, like, in any sport, really. Well, I mean, that's a whole nother subject in Thailand. <laughs> that would take five podcasts to figure that one out. Yeah. But I know what you're also, talking about. Yeah. I mean, but they're the first Super Bowl losing team to make it back in, what, 20 years or something? Yeah, the next year. in a day. It's been yeah. a long, long time. I mean, that's like the Super Bowl lost curse. I mean, now right. they've been th- three years in a row. I mean, that's just crazy that considering they made the salary cap for parity. Right. You know, parity doesn't involve the same team, regardless of conference making it more than one year in a row. I mean, really, yeah, ideally, they'd probably want them to miss the playoffs every other year. It really is astonishing what Belichick, Brady, and company have done in this era. It'll never be duplicated. It's just insanity. Yeah. But, hey, you gotta have a good coach. You gotta have a great QB who's willing to take less, so you can yeah. build around him. That's where it starts. I mean, yeah, no doubt. I got a question for you now. You're sure. one. You're the suspicious person. <laughs> you know, you're you're a superstition guy. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the fact that Tom Brady? You know, in the repeat Super Bowls, has hasn't won yet. 
Does that bother you about this one? Obviously, he beat Philly, so they came back and beat him. We know what happened with the Giants, so I'm not even going to get into that situation. Right. <laughs> you put any stock into this situation now when they're playing the Rams again? Normally, yes, but not this year. Okay. Just because of the, um, like we touched on, like the resiliency of this team, you know, the, the massive chip on everyone's shoulder, I just think that's going to outweigh everything. I'm not sure if I should be concerned now or not. <laughs> I mean, obviously, huh. you know, the the Rams could play their best game ever and the, the Patriots have a bad game, they lose. But, right. like, I think if, if they both play good games, I think the Pats prevail. I think so. Yeah. I think that's an accurate statement. I just think, you know, with a chip on the shoulder, it's – there's something different about them the last month. Yeah, I agreed. You know, and they've they've been one of the few teams that have been able to flip the switch in the playoffs. Hard to do. Uh, it's like you said, the resiliency in this team is just crazy. Like that, they're coming back against. You know what happened in Miami? Mm-hmm. A lesser team would have folded up shop for the entire season. Right. Oh, God, yeah. Yep. And that just didn't happen. That's a testament to the team. Yeah, I mean, just tacked out on everything else that happened prior. It's like, um, you know, they've been a chameleon a lot, a lot this year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I can't. I'm wait. just ready for. I'm ready for kickoff, like you said. Let's just get right. him on the field. Yep. And let's get to it. Yep. Game time. Yep. And you know the Sunday, the whole day stinks because it's not till six forty. It's like, come on. If I had my way, it'd be at one o'clock. Like I, I might do, like yeah, yeah. I don't like the 4 o'clock. I don't like 1 o'clock. Let's get to it. Yeah, for the Super Bowl, though, the 4 o'clock would probably be pretty good. Who I guess is with us. Okay. Hey, Eric. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. Sorry to to keep you guys waiting for so long. Um, Yeah, I just had a couple of things creep up here, so... Just had to take care of those first, but appreciate you guys having me on to chat about this. Really excited. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I haven't so, talked yeah, sports just, in how such do you a long your time. Last so. name? <laughs> uh, I just, just like the TV show Friends, but yeah. So. Oh, Eric Friends. Okay, yeah. Just tell all the listeners, I guess, a little bit about yourself. Uh so I um. I wrote a book, actually, called Bill Belichick versus the NFL, the case for the NFL's best head coach of all time, and just kind of making the case for why Belichick was and is the best coach that has ever coached in the NFL. Um, I wrote about the Patriots for probably about 10 years total, but um, wrote for uh, Bleacher Report and for Boston.com and the Boston Globe in my day, so been doing quite a lot 
uh, in the in the industry, but uh, I've taken a little bit of a break here for the past few years. Been doing some other things, so um, yeah, it's been it's exciting to uh, to kind of just watch from afar. Uh, Twitter, watching as all the reporters that I know from the all that time that I worked for Boston.com. Um, all doing the uh, all doing the thing, doing the job, and and doing a good job of it. So it's 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 really exciting this time of year with the uh, with the Super Bowl coming up too. Awesome. How do you feel about the Super Bowl this year? I think you know. I mean, I I think I'm pretty confident going into this game. You know, I felt really kind of serene about the whole playoff picture. With uh, right, even at the beginning of the playoffs, just with. The, the rest of the, the field, I felt like, you know, because the Patriots, they've been so successful this year against playoff teams. They beat every playoff team they faced this year. So um, their their ability has, you know, not necessarily shown up against some of the, the worst teams they've faced, like the, the, the Lions game and the Titans game. I'm sure Patriots fans would love to forget those happened, but, um, but certainly – you know their ability to bounce back from games like that uh, is a testament to their mental toughness and their ability to play well against playoff teams. I think you know they have a good chance against anybody. So you know I look at this this Rams offense and I think that's really going to be the key is uh, just weathering that storm for all their explosive players and um, and just trying to throw as much at Jared Goff as possible to, to keep him off balance. And uh, if they're able to do that, then I think they they can lock down this win. Do you think that the Rams are a better matchup for the Patriots had it been the Saints? Which one do you think is the better matchup for the Bats? Oh, that's a great question. But, I, I mean, I would always rather face the team that has the less experienced quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because Belichick's track record against less experienced quarterbacks is far superior to his track record against MVP caliber future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, which is to be yeah. expected. So I think just the, just going into the game with a quarterback who's only been in the league for a few years, who the Patriots have had success against, and who really you know they've they've been. They've been coached to to beat this kind of team, um, you know. I think that's that's exactly what you want headed into headed into the Super Bowl. Earlier on in the show, Steve was talking about how we'd like to see the Patriots come out and just um, tune it up right at the start, pretty much come out with guns blazing. How would you like to see the Patriots approach this game from the beginning? That's a good question. Uh, honest, I mean, I would say to start offensively, you'd want to run the ball. Um, I think that approach has worked for them. Um, and, but I do think that the Rams are expecting that. And I mean, they talked about it a lot earlier this week at the media days, just the fact that they know that the Patriots offense is much more efficient when they run the ball. So it's, you know, it could go either way. It's tough to say because on one hand, like I said, the running game has been so effective for them this year. But on the other hand, you have Tom Brady at quarterback, so you'd almost rather just put him in the shotgun and let him pick apart a defense that has been a little 
has has given up its fair share of passing yardage. So I think there's opportunities there to be had both ways. It's just a matter of how the Patriots want to set that tempo. But um, but I think going against a high-powered offense like the Rams, I think the better bet there is to try to slow down the game a little bit and to, to run the ball. Uh, defensively, I think, you know, like I said earlier, just mixing it up with Jared Goff, not letting him get into a rhythm, not showing him the same looks play after play. Uh, I think those are the things that you're looking for defensively. Steve? So, yeah, the Rams, they're like the second worst team in the league at covering tight ends, right? Uh, yeah, so I think Gronkowski could have a really good game against these guys. It's just a matter of uh, getting him into those matchups. They did a really good job of getting him isolated against the Chiefs. He made a few big plays when they had him out on an island. So um, I think if they can get matchups like that and against linebackers, I think that would be very beneficial for them and to help them get into some rhythm on offense. Who would your X factor be for the Patriots in this game? Um, that's a good question. I think, I think the 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 big X factor for me it, it's it's always the linebacker position just overall, um, because that position has been exposed in games in big games where they've lost in the past. Like if their coverage over the middle is is weak, if they're you know if they're not glued to their man in coverage and if they're not crashing the line of scrimmage in the running game, um, that is going to be a concern. On the other side, though, it, I mean, if they're, if they're playing at the top of their game um, and those guys are, are making plays, then, um, then that group has the chance to change the game. Um, Kyle Van Noy has had a really good season this year. And I I could totally see him making a game changing play in this game. Steve, oh, I told you. Okay. I told you. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, Chris yeah. is a huge fan of his. That's yeah, my boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good boy to have for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's a career year for him, no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. How do you now, see you... the – go ahead, Steve. Well, which Patriots running back do you think is going to have the biggest impact? I mean, you, you got to say Sonny Michelle right now, right? I mean, he's just the hot hand. And I think, um, you know, James White, he had a really huge game for the Patriots in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But um, that was obviously they got him involved in the passing game. I think I mean this, that's going to be the way it's going to be. You know, Sony Michelle is going to get the lion's share of the touches in the running game, and James White's going to come out of the backfield and make some catches. Um, and they're just two different players. Um, but I do think that you know, going back to what I was saying about getting into rhythm offensively with a running game, if they want to do that, then Sony Michelle is going to have to have a, a pretty solid game for them. Yeah, definitely. On the defensive side of things, with the secondary. Who would you put Gilmore on? Personally, I would put Gilmore on Woods and have the same exact setup for Cooks as the, they implemented with um, Tyreek Hill. How would you set that up? Yeah, and that's 
that's always kind of been Belichick's MO in coverage. That's just the way that they like to play it. They always put their – or not always, but frequently. And one of Belichick's preferred strategies in 2016 when Revis was on the defense was to put the best corner on the second-best receiver, and that way you've taken him completely out of the game. And then you double up on the number one guy, and that – essentially removes him from the game. So you're forcing Jared Goff to go to his third or sometimes fourth option in the passing game. Yeah, that's that seems like a strategy that could certainly pay off for them. Thompson? Do you see them blitzing Goff a lot? Up the middle, probably? A lot? I don't know. Um like I said, I think it's more about mixing up the coverages and not doing anything a lot because I think the the biggest concern that I would have is if Jared Goff doesn't have to think every time he's dropping back. If he can mm-hmm. drop back knowing what kind of coverage they're in and he can immediately go to the right read. If you the 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 longer he holds the ball, the worse off the Rams are going to be. It's and I think, you know, you think about Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods as deep threats, but even even if he's holding onto the ball to to load up and launch a deep pass, that's still a low percentage pass. Especially yeah. if he's throwing to somebody who's probably going to be double covered. Especially with Cooks, because one of the things that really irritated a lot of the Patriots fans with Cooks is you didn't really like fighting for the ball. He doesn't go up in the traffic and make those Randy Moss type circus catches. He's more the break away from you with speed and quickness type of receiver. And that's fine. It's just that, you know, like, I mean, like I was saying with the low percentage passes, you know, it's it, you get a little bit of help on those low percentage passes from a guy like Randy Moss who makes a lot of contested catches as opposed to a guy like Brandon Cooks where if he doesn't have a step on you, it's I mean, he does frequently get a step on you, but if he doesn't have that step on you, it's a little bit harder for him to make that catch. Right. Well, final question for me, the big one, who wins Sunday? <laughs> Man, I, I mean, I... I pick the Patriots every time, but I I would stick with the Patriots. I think um, it's going to be a close game, and I and the, the the line on this game has moved frequently. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Patriots by four right now is the line. I think the Patriots will cover that. I think they'll win by a touchdown. I'll take it. You got anything else, Steve? Yeah. What was I going to ask? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, like, to me, I think they're going to win by at least a touchdown, too. Just the way the team is, they, they're they definitely been galvanized, really, since that Miami debacle. I just like, I love how they're playing. Like, who do you, uh, actually, one more for me. Who else on defense do you think that could make an impact for the Pats that no one's really talking about? Um, well, I wouldn't say nobody's really talking about him, but Adam Butler is 
a guy who he makes an impact a lot. He's a, he's an incredible player that nobody really talks about all that much, but he's such a good pass rushing defensive tackle. And I think going back to what we were talking about previously with the blitzing and not needing to do that or not wanting to do that frequently, they're going to need to get pressure with their defensive line. So it's going to come down to guys like Adam Butler winning their matchups and getting in the backfield and, and creating some havoc back there. Perfect. Where can everyone reach you on social media? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Eric Friends. It's E-R-I-K-F-R-E-N-Z. Awesome. Thanks for right joining on. us. We'll talk yeah, soon. Thanks, thanks for coming All right, on. Thanks, man. guys. Yeah, You're absolutely. Welcome. Thanks, for your, uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, go Pats. Have a good weekend, absolutely. guys. Absolutely. You too. You too. Thanks. Right, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. Smart guy. Yeah, I definitely want to read that book. I'm not really oh, yeah. a big reader, but right. what about Belichick intrigues me. <laughs> Add me so at you Patriots. Wanna... <laughs> right. So you want to jump into our weekly questions now? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, rock and roll. We've got a, quite a few of them again this week. Good. Chris Dell, win, lose, who retires, who doesn't? Oof. Well, that Devin McCourty thing last night kind of threw me off a little bit, saying he hasn't decided on next year. Oof. Right. It's funny because his brother today called him a drama queen. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was awesome. Who retires? Surprise one? I'm going to say Matthew Slater. Really? Yeah. Just a wow. hunch. I'm going to go on a limb and say nobody. I'm hoping that's the case. but I mean, he, Slater's dealt with some injuries the last few years. I hope he sticks around. I love him. I have no insight whatsoever, right. but I could I could see him hanging it up. For sure. Especially if they win. I mean, what better way to go out than on top? Right. We got another question from uh, Donna McClellan. <laughs> Does Bill Belichick mm-hmm. hire a get-back coach for the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow. How much that guy makes? Holy crap. I don't know, but I'm, I'll volunteer to do it. Right? Guaranteed he's making more than us. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Probably makes six figures. Get back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what school do you go to for that? <laughs> right. Another one from her. After this year, are we done hearing about Josh leaving for a head coaching position? Uh, probably not. I think it's going to come up every year around the December time frame when all the openings happen. Until he takes over for Bill, he, he's going to get asked, probably. Right. I'd say in really. All right. Yeah. Jimmy Troy asked, do you think Sony will have another big game? Me, yeah, I think he gets over a hundred again. Wow. Yeah, I think he's gonna. 
he's going to break one for at least 40, maybe 50. Because they're going to try to, they're going to try to like really stop the run. And I think he's going to get through a crease. Dark Horse MVP? Tony? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Like really dark horse would be Chris Hogan. Oh yeah. That'd be like midnight dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Vincenzo Costa. Does Josh Gordon return the Patriots at some point? If not, why haven't we cut him? What benefit do we have of keeping him on the books and wasting a roster spot? I mean, as long as he's on the roster, there is a chance he comes back. It's from all reports, they've been really supportive of him with rehab and stuff. So, right. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't if he gets some act together and they let him back in the league. I wouldn't mind giving him another shot. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'll get another one for him. This is a good one. How much do the Pages game plan for Gurley with the head scratch and performance in the NFC Championship game? So we'd be planning for an early season Gurley type performance. How is planning for Gurley different than planning for CJ Anderson? Um, they're definitely going to plan for Gurley. You always prepare for the best from the other side and then kind of adjust down if you need to. Right. Barely, he does it all. I mean, he he runs outside. He can run inside. He catches out of the backfield pretty well. You know, he's a dual threat. He's a problem if he's healthy. But, I mean, that's the big question to me. Is he really healthy? He didn't right. look like it against the Saints. I don't care what they said. He didn't look healthy to me. I mean, he wasn't real aggressive when he was running. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta get him early in the run. Like you gotta get him in the backfield. Stop him right. before he gets going because he's a tough man to bring down. And I think and, as far as planning goes for the Gurley and Anderson, I think like you said, with Gurley he's a multifaceted weapon where Anderson is pretty much up the middle. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Anderson's oh. an up the middle three hundred pound running back now. He's not what he was a few years ago when he was with the Broncos. Right. Mike Gavin says, will the Pats take the ball to win the opening coin toss? Oh, yeah. We already covered that. We both said yes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Man, what a like, no. get a, like an eight-minute drive for a touchdown like against Kansas City. Oof. That would be pretty damn good, wouldn't it? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Let's see. So now we got more. Let's got to queue them up. <laughs> That's not it. Come on. Where are you? Here we go. I got him. Jeremiah Rice, how do you think the Patriots defensive team will stack up against the Rams offensive team? Also, the Patriots offense versus the Rams defense. 
Well, the Rams' offensive line's pretty good. Wentworth's one of the best tackles in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that's going to be – we touched on it earlier. The, the trenches are going to be massive. Who wins that more than likely is going to decide who wins the game. 100%. I got, you know, yeah, I mean, I like the Patriots, like, on paper on both sides. The offensive right. line for the Patriots was the second-rated – Offensive line in the league, according to uh, Pro Football Focus. I mean, look what they did against the Chargers. They had Bosa, Ingram, those guys. Did they play? Would have fooled me if they did. Yeah, and then the Chiefs. Look what they did to Justin Houston, D. Ford, all those guys. They weren't really a factor most of that game. I mean, yeah, and Aaron Donald's in a class all by himself, but. They're going to chip on him. They're going to double him. They're going to mix it up on him. You got to pay attention to Sue as well. I mean, the guy, Trent Brown versus Fowler is probably going to be a key matchup. So definitely pay attention to that side. You pretty much answered Jessica Sneeze's question of uh, how will it affect the line to keep Donald Sue and Fowler from getting to Brady? Yeah. So you just don't. I mean, Brown's going to Fowler probably by himself. Probably. And then the rest of them. How many more Super Bowls can Brady get to? Impossible to say. Right. Two, three. Why bet against him? And um, she also, right, is this Gronk's last game? I said no. What do you say? No, I don't think so. Some reason. I mean, as long as he's healthy, and the Patriots don't try to offer him like a million bucks for next season, you know, say, hey, I know you're supposed to make ten million, but hey, we'll give you a million. What do you think? As long as they don't right. do something like that, I think he'll come back for another year. Probably because Brady will talk him into it. For sure. You know, and if and... they can, if they can limit him. Next year, like they did this year, why not? Right. You know, as far as like him getting the crap beaten out of him, maybe give him a game or two off there in the year, like this year. Right. She um, did another another one. Mm-hmm. Not sure the stat was true. I didn't check, but I saw Rams are second worst at covering tight ends. Yep. If this is true. Gronk's going to have a game. That's more of a statement than a question. Yeah, I mean, I think Gronk could really get over 100 yards easy. Like last year, and, what did he have, like seven for like 115 or something like that? Yeah, it was so ridiculous. Yeah, he can do that. James Conklin has Goskowski as the MVP. <laughs> wow, I hope not. not that would sure. be a snooze fest. <laughs> right? Rich Gun. Rich Gelman, how many personal fouls will Sue pick up? Yeah, I mean, maybe one. Who knows? I mean, he's been pretty behaved this year. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of one, like, questionable incident with him. Really? I'm going to say zero. Yeah. That's my thing for him. And the final one from Peter Martin, how do the Pats contain Cook's girly and crew? 
Uh, we touched on that earlier. Like Eric said, you're going to have to mix up coverages. Mm-hmm. All that kind of fun stuff. You know, uh, blitz some. I hope we don't do zone because they just don't do that well. Man-to-man, but switch up. You know, who's covering who type of stuff. Make them one-dimensional. But, yeah. Take away the running game. Period. They yeah. are a play-action team. No way around it. For and sure. if you stop, if you stop the run with the front four, you can play action all you want. The guys aren't going to bite. You know, because you do that play action, and then you throw it eight, nine yards over the middle where the linebackers were at the start of the play. But if you got no running threat, you know, Hightower, Roberts. Van Noy and company, they're not going to bite. That's that's going to be massive if that can happen. Absolutely. Well, that's it. That's all the questions. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. You know, thanks again to everybody in advance for listening, sharing, downloading this episode. Definitely appreciate it. Check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to the Pat's Pulpit channel if you aren't already share it with your friends tell them to subscribe leave us some reviews if you want to chat with chris or i on twitter mine's we play for titles what's yours chris mine's chris underscore blackie cool so have a good day or night everybody whenever you listen to this go pats today's episode is brought to you by cars.com With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.